Good day, everybody. Good morning, good morning, everybody. Good afternoon. Happy Friday. I'm frick Tuesday. Ugh. Weeks a lot longer now. The uh, it's fall. Fall is frick outside right now. Interesting news going on as quietly boots on the ground in, uh, well, Israel allegedly. I said, good day, sir. Leggy and pixelated badly. Really? Hold, please. It should get better in a few minutes. Speaker vote in progress. Is Jordan going to get it? Rum stocks are wonderful. Prepare to stand by. Hold on a sec. Hey. Rumble stock's been... On a nice little run the last five days, up 3%. Nice little jump. Jim's leading so far. Yeah, might be normally, well, normally what I do is I, I'm, I upload my standalone videos for the day while I'm streaming and it's never really been a problem before. Um, so that's that like 94% uploaded right now. So I'm wondering if it'll get better after that. If it doesn't get better after that, then it's probably on Rumble's side, which, you know, there's growing pains. It happens. Happy Friday. Yeah. Happy Friday. So it's at, it's uploaded. Let me know if it gets any better. Dude, did you see uh freaking... The screen looks watery. Are you guys just memeing me? Hold on a second. I can see for myself. Um, yeah, it's not very sharp. I'll tell you this though. Check this out. And I and I like don't want I don't want to like I try to not like watch the calendar. But allegedly in just 3 weeks now, we should have a fiber connection out here. Like, we go live on that day. I'm going with all the juice, baby. I'm going to stream it full 1080p, 60 frames a second. No drop frames. That's the dream. And it would be really cool to, like, be able to online game again. Now, I can... Online gaming with Starlink Business isn't terrible. But it's not great. Did it uh did it get any better now that the upload is done? It's not fiber. I've just paid $25,000 or whatever to have them run charter up here. It's great. 
It's great. $25,000 for the privilege to pay $200 a month. But it's a, a ton better. It's a ton better. Um, it looks a bit better now. Okay. I'm paying $1,500 a month right now for internet. So I'll be able to go down to $200 a month. So that's a $1,300 a month savings. I'll make up that $20,000 it costs me to run the cable in 18 months. And then long after I'm like, you know, irrelevant, an irrelevant uh, commentator and I, I don't have any more contracts and stuff like that. Does that mean more raid live streams? I have refused to do any more raid live streams. It pained me because they were very profitable for me, but my viewers just hated them so much. So, you know, there's that. There's a certain point where not every dollar is worth it. And, uh, you know, I don't want to, like, get people to like, stop watching my shows, you know. Uh, it is a tax write-off, um, you know, which is a thing. Let's get into the news, huh? Should we get after it? Lots of uh, spicy stuff going on out there in the world. Lots of stuff that... Oh, by the way, I forgot to read a Rumble rant yesterday from Godborn. When they get in here, I'll, I'll read it for them. I wrote it down. U.S. Department of Defense issues a, quote, be ready to deploy orders over the weekend in response to Israel-Hamas war. I'm not really sure anymore now that I've been covering this and, you know, all this kind of stuff. Um, I'm not sure <clears throat> McCarthy's getting votes even though he dropped out. The... I'm not so sure anymore. Like, I support, you know, tactically removing the terrorists. Um, but this is a powder keg. And and the real money, to, just so everyone knows, like, the real money is in a war with Iran. Not with Hamas. So... You know, I think it's pretty curious. We we sent, uh, what, 2,000 troops who are, quote-unquote, not there for combat reasons. Um, I don't believe that. Uh, I also am, like, I don't want this to happen. But, you know, we keep sending assets over there, right? We got Joe, Joe Biden's body double or whatever going over there today. And... You look at, yeah, Black Hawk Down. You look at, I mean, you look at a, a lot of things, right? We keep sending assets over there to get, um, you know, suicide bombed. I, I think, uh, I don't know. Can you give us your take on the fact that we're so that we military and militarily and financially supporting Nazis and Zionists at the same time. I mean, war is good for business. I'm not surprised at all. 
It's got to get over there fast while it's still got the new war smell. Yeah, there's no bigger loser in this war than, than Zelensky. Right? Can we get a can we pour one out for Zelensky, everybody? Like, that's that's rough. Ripperoni Zelenskaroni. That's uh I'm <laughs> I like how he was like, hey, I want to come visit Israel, and they're like, nah, player. Nah, player. Nah, dude, stay up, stay up, stay up in your house. We're cool. You do realize 2,500 Marines were activated. I literally just said that. Yeah, they, I'm saying that Marine, they were activated. And they're quote unquote calling them non-combat troops, which is, I mean, I highly doubt that. Are we sending a bunch of the blue haired feminist um, people that do the PowerPoint slides for the military? Is that who we're sending? No. U.S. picks troops to prepare to for potential deployment to Middle East. It was always going to happen. Why do you think uh, Putin's going around on the world communism tour right now? Didn't he? He just visited, visited China, and then I think he just visited somewhere else. This is all cooking. This is this is coming up to a boil. Don't forget, we've got uh, Hezbollah in the north of this area. They are far better equipped than um, Hamas. And they're better, more effectively linked to Iran. So, I mean, I think uh, that's the real war that our government wants. They want to go to war with Iran. Um, yeah, it's... It is still military support, supporting Israel, starting war with Iran. That, yeah, right. That's the profitable war, too, right? That's, I mean, that's what's, that's what's going to happen. Back to the forever war, yeah. U.S. draws up plans to use military force if Iran enters Israel war. Congress writes legislation to give the go-ahead, quote, if necessary, as Middle East conflict intensifies. Oh, it's going to be necessary. It's going to be, there is a 100% chance, in my opinion, that it's going to be necessary. Necessary. It would not, I would not put it above our government to sacrifice hundreds of United States troops just to get into a war. Like my heart goes out to those, those troops that are getting sent over there right now. Cause you know, they're just, you know, Joe Biden would love to be in the middle of two wars during election season. Now in this particular case, Am I wrong about this? What was the, maybe I have this mixed up, but there was, I, there wasn't there like this whole thing about where politicians would have start a war when they were, when they were president, because it, you know, it was much more difficult to vote them out during wartime. I feel like that was a thing, but I, I think that now I'm not sure it works that way. 
because what is what is Donald Trump running on? I mean, there's other than Vietnam, I don't think there's a least a less popular war than Ukraine. Until except you know, Israel is different because, well, the way it's presented in the media, um, you know, people there are there are, there are more people than you would think in support of militarily getting involved in Israel. I am not one of them, but uh, just like do you, don't you remember like what do you think all these um Ukraine flag and the bio libs. Do you think they're still supporting that Ukraine war now that gas is $4 a gallon? Actually, check that. I don't know where you guys live, but I drove by a gas station this weekend. It was under 3 bucks. Yeah, wartime presidents rarely get removed. And the other side of the coin, you muddy the water for Trump if he does win. Well, I think... if Trump, I think Trump just runs on the I will immediately pull all military support. That's it. All he has to do is I'll end the war. I'll end the war with Ukraine immediately. Jack Dacker says war is the only way Biden probably thinks he can get reelected. He's got nothing to run on. Yeah, that's true. I mean, there's only there's only two wars going on, and we had that we had what was it, National Treasury Secretary or something? That crotch comes out and is like, oh, the U.S. can definitely afford more than one war. Like, are you flipping kidding me? What? What? Like, n no, we can't afford any wars. It's it's absurd to think that we can. They're gonna, yeah. Biden's gonna push those gas prices down. That that's for sure. Groceries, though, still hasn't really come down. Yeah, groceries are basically still... We talked about shrinkflation yesterday and things like that. Interest, it's interesting to watch. We'll just put it that way. So there's some fun stories going on around these, these woke Harvard kids. So I think that it's important to delineate the difference... Because, like, I have Jewish viewers that have emailed me and try to, like, educate me on the, you know, on the situation, things of that nature. I've tried to educate myself a little more about it, um, you know, and I don't really give a, a crap about religious rights to particular lands. So I view it more in a transactional manner than maybe people who are religious are or do. But, like, to me, uh, you know, I, it seems pretty simple. You know, right now, you know, Israel can, can go after Hamas, and I would support that. Inflation slowing isn't coming down. Oh, Jack Decker says, what is the left... What is the left in national oil reserves? Oh, what's left in national oil? Serious question. Yeah, I mean, I think it's still pretty high. Um, I don't think they said... I don't think they said that they release anymore. 351 million barrels. 
total of 50% of what? 351. Oh, actually, the oil. The, here's a newer number. Here's a newer number on October 9th. U.S. oil reserves have an authorized capacity of 714 million barrels. Though the most it ever held was 726. They don't need to. They don't need to go into the reserves. They just need to drill. You know, they have to go get it. You know, or they have to. Play, you know, play hardball. You know. The, the idea that these, you know, I, oh, I didn't finish that thought. So here's what, uh, you know, what I'm, what I'm saying about it to me, the, the Jew, Jewish people that have emailed me to like explain what's going on and their side of things. I think they believe deeply that they're in the right. Um, and certainly I would not, I would not begrudge a nation for um, retaliating against terrorism. That said, a lot of the rhetoric to me does not seem like they're just going after Hamas. You know? It seems more like some people just want to take control of that area entirely. And that if this was 200 years ago, they would have already done it. Is that is that crazy to say? Am I am I totally out of line to say that? Maybe I am. Like I, I don't know. I'm I'm new to like understanding it, but I get the feeling that if 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 the if there wasn't you know the world government, they would have just taken it. New free energy coming. Well, it's not going to be free. They'll charge Americans for it. They officially declared war there within their rights to take the land back. Okay, so, okay, great. Perfect. Okay, thank you. So, yeah, my read on it, I think, is, you know, I'm coming along. Um, I think that um, that's just what, they, that's really what they want to do, right? So. Either here's my opinion. Maybe this is outrageous. It probably is. Either do it or don't do it. Either do it, okay, and and deal with the consequences, or or give them their freedom. I don't understand why these are the two clear options to me. I don't think there's any question that they could just take over that area and push those people out that there are consequences for that, but they could. And that's I, probably what they want to do. So, uh, or, or give them their freedom and let, and leave them alone. I don't, I just don't, I don't get it. Am I crazy? People lump Jews and Zionists in the same category. There's a massive difference. Yeah. Hey, Ellie, how are you? You know, I think that it's getting pretty 
Then we have General, General Petraeus calling for strategy for Palestinians in Gaza after Israeli forces achieve goal of removing Hamas. Vengeance is not enough. Can you tell them you're going to focus on improving their lives? <laughs> it's nuts. But here's a funny story. So a bunch of uh, woke college kids. Now, I don't think that it's maybe, you can't maybe say 100% certainty, but I do think it's probably likely that most students who are going to Harvard are either currently rich or will be rich. There was a group of them that... Uh, Yeah, I agree, Ellie. Yeah. I, I just want everyone to let them deal with it. Um pretty sure the United States government gave money to Hamas or Pakistan not that long ago, right? Uh or Palestine, I mean. We're giving money to both sides. Um So all these students within, I don't know, hours of so part of this war has been terrorist attacks. It was truly a terrorist attack that started this war. At least, you know, kicked it up a notch. And, you know, when they fly in on their paragliders and shoot innocent civilians, um, and then you have college kids celebrating that, calling it, oh, it was so stunning and brave. Now, they never said, here's the, here's the slippery slope, and this is why I don't, I've never been one for saying, hey, you've got to disavow. I think demanding people disavow things is stupid, cringe, all that kind of stuff. Um, but like, ultimately, uh, oh shit, that text message totally distracted me. Sorry, when you, people were, I don't like telling people, hey, you must disavow, but when it was like hours after a literal terrorist act, and then people tweeting out, people said, oh, I stand with Palestine. Well, what are you standing with? And there were a lot of people, in particular, like far leftist groups, that like purposely did not delineate which one, you know, which one was which. I got to think that then if you know you can basically say like we i disavow terrorism but i i support a free palestine or something like that the fact that so many people didn't say that tells you a lot doesn't it doesn't it tell you exactly it says that they supported it and then you get people like hassan piker who's worth 15 million dollars and makes all of his money off charging 14 year old kids five dollars a month to hear him talk you know, you got that guy literally bawling his eyes out about, oh, but the but the Palestinians. Yes, okay, but... And then in the same breath, he'll say, oh, it's just sporadic violence. They call it sporadic violence. Sporad it was just sporadic violence, guys. You got to understand that Israel's been oppressing Palestine, so therefore terrorism's okay. And it's, a, and it's like extremely obvious. Now, I'll say this. College kids are dumb. The modern college 
kid, even when I was in college, is not like if you look at somebody, you start college when you're 18 years old, okay? When you start college, you're 18 years old. When you're eight, when you were 18 in um, you know, 1920, you're probably a you're probably uh the freaking head of a household by then. When you're 18 now in 2023, you've spent most of your life terminally on the internet not interacting with any real people and for the most part suffering real no real strife modern day 18 year olds uh are not very smart they're not very nuanced and these are the ones that are largely in the streets tacitly supporting terrorism and by the way when it when when Israel goes into these funerals, the IDF goes into these Palestinian funerals and does this stuff too, that's terrorism too, in my opinion. Hamas supporting Harvard students now beg for donations to, quote, support their mental health after suffering relentless bullying over supporting terror attack on Israel. Jeremy must stop conflating Jews and Zionists. They are not the same. We're about to go to war with Zionism, not Jews. Fair. Harvard's Arab Alumni Association has now appealed for donations to help its rich, privileged Harvard students' mental health that they are subjected to relentless intimidation and bullying for blaming Israel for the Hamas terror attacks. Imagine you go to Harvard. You are, you are in amongst the most privileged in the world. If you're attending Harvard, you're among the most rich in the world. And you're begging for money? And also, make no mistake, the... The these are the very same people. These are the very same people that sarcastically quote tweet people on Twitter who get canceled saying you had a freedom of speech, but not freedom of consequences. And you see what's happening to these these kids. Like, you see what's happening to, uh, you see what's happening. These, these kids are getting blacklisted. They're on lists. I mean, you're, you're seeing some power flexing going on right now. Billionaires who pumped $500 million into Ivy schools now back out over their failure to condemn Hamas. Harvard and University of Pennsylvania face losing hundreds of millions of dollars in future endowments over this. Now, by the way, um, I support, I support the university standing behind their students. 
You know what I mean? Like I 100% support them standing behind their students. I support uh, their freedom of speech, even if I disagree with them. Uh, but also, <laughs> oh, the shoes on the other foot, and it is delicious. I don't, I, I don't, hey, I think that these kids should be able to say whatever they want. If they're American citizens, they have the First Amendment right. But they're the very same communist socialist on Twitter that are celebrating when other people, when Trumpers got, got fired or whatever the case is. Now I wonder if this is the first time those very same billionaires have told universities to do anything or pull their money out. You're seeing a lot of flexing. And a lot of these universities also have radicals that are professors there. Columbia University refuses to condemn professor who called Hamas's attack, quote, awesome. Columbia University has refused to comment on the growing furor over a 10-year professor who called Hamas's terror attacks against Israel awesome as a petition calling for his Oscar game more than 45,000 signatures. The teacher called Hamas attacks on Israel, quote, a stunning victory. Killing a bunch of unarmed civilians is not a stunning victory. That's the thing. Like, I could get down with, like, Palestinian, a Palestinian making a real argument for, like, hey, this is how, you know, Israel's fucking up our life and uh, this, that, and the other thing. But this is all that I see is people that are like, yes, yeah, sweet. Mowing down innocent uh, Israelis who are at a music festival is a stunning victory. I, I don't, um, I, I don't, uh, <laughs> it's hard to defend that position. Then people said, we call on Columbia University to hold Mossad responsible for his comments and immediately remove him from the Columbia facility. I don't support his firing, but I'm not going to cry when he does get fired. That's how this works. The left has been doing this to the right forever. And by the way, lots of other um, of these you know, woke universities take part in this crap too. UC Berkeley law professor urges firms not to hire his own students. A Berkeley law professor is warning future employers, employers not to hire his students, accusing that some of them are being anti-Semitic in an opinion piece published Sunday. Quote, my students are largely engaged and well-prepared, and I regularly recommend them to legal employers, Solomon wrote. But if you don't want to hire people who advocate for hate and practice discrimination, don't hire some of my students. You're seeing the full might of, you know, how much power Jewish folks really do have in the United States. And I'm not like a conspiracy theorist guy or whatever, but I'm just saying like you fuck with you, you screw with Israel. Like, and they will, I mean, $500 million taken out of a university. Um, you know, these kids will be on blacklist forever. Uh, and they'll never be working anywhere else. Like, that's, that's just a fact. And, uh, hey, I mean, again, 
your uh, company has the right to hire whoever you want. Um, I suppose if you're Jewish, you're probably not chill hiring anybody who celebrated Hamas killing innocent civilians. You know, that's that I think is, uh, you know, not based and cool. I think that like, I mean, I think it's just, I think this is a great thing. I think it's great because these like universities are now going to be put in a position where they have to choose a side. They've been, you know, quietly playing quote unquote, both sides for years. I hope they sign with freedom of speech and I hope that they let their students and their professors say whatever they want. But you know, if it was like some conservative professor who was, who was, uh, you know, all these conservative professors, or if there was some professor who was supporting Trump, they would have ruined his life. It's cool to support Israeli terrorism. Got it. Yeah. Hey, that's what I'm saying, guys. You get that's what I'm saying, right? I'm saying this is really interesting. It's getting really interesting. Yeah, people really were not ready. People were not ready for the like these guys are coming out like, bro, oh yeah, I'm in a position of, of extreme power and I have, you know, I control your your hiring future and you're fucked. Get fucked. Support Hamas. You're you know, you have this Cornell University professor calling Hamas terror attack exhilarating and exciting. Again. It's not rising up if you're killing civilians. Now, certainly there seems to be plenty of that going on on both sides. You know, but that's what I'm like. That's why I'm like, I'm just happy to sit back and watch it. I'm happy to sit back and watch it. I want the United States to stay out of it. And I want to see what happens. What what uh, capitulations are made. You know, hundreds of millions of dollars getting pulled out of the university system. Um, let me just ask this. Do you think that this is the very first time that these donors who have, you know, who are responsible for $500 million in donations, do you think that any, this is the very first time they've ever requested, you know, universities do something? No. Okay, honest reactions to the new Daily Wire Snow White film. Honest reactions. I think we'll, 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 you know. It's going to be, it's going to be an interesting time to see, to see. Once upon a time In time a prince would come Once upon a time But now that time is gone
now what do you think what do you think about the Brett Cooper hiring? I I think uh <laughs> I mean I don't Look, it's whatever. Here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say about it. It doesn't matter if it's good or bad. What matters is somebody else is creating some culture. You know, that's what I'll say. Um, the auto, the heavily auto-tuned singing. I mean, it's not for me. But again, Snow White isn't a movie for a 40-year-old man either. How do they get the rights? Um, well, Snow White's public domain now. I don't think this is a great picture. I don't know if they didn't do her makeup right. or I, I mean, I've seen her look much better than that. It's like she looks extra pale or something. Like if you compare her look now in this to how, how she looked in the... How she looked in the Jeremy's Razors ad... But, like, my thing is, like, I don't want to, like, it's whatever. I don't want to just, like, I've got no I've got no beef with Brett. I think it's a great opportunity for her. And I think that kids, like, I hope that kids like the movie. Um, I thought, I thought it would have been better if they, yeah, someone else said this. Why are they being serious with this? Seems like the type of sense of humor they have there. I, I wish that, like, they would make it, you know. Not take it so seriously. She probably doesn't act very well, but aesthetically fits. Yeah, I mean, that's probably right. I mean, I, she's been an actor since uh, her childhood, you know? Um, I do think... What I think is a little... Like, I, I worry that, you know, putting Brett in it, like, hamstrings it. Like... Because you're already getting, like... People saying, um, you know, Disney's making a, a Disney's uh, making a snow with a conservative YouTuber. Brett Cooper is not conservative. She's from L.A. She's an actress, and she's she's there to be like uh, relatable to Gen Z for Daily Wire. But so now everyone's just going to run the headline. Oh, it's a conservative YouTuber. That's why it's a, you know they're going to use this. I think to. To criticize the movie. Yeah, wait. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah, a little best of luck to her IG. Yeah, I, I mean, I I don't know about this. But the other stuff that they... The, the cartoons all look fine. Hi. You made it. Oh, hello. Want to play? I've seen enough. These two are ready. Ready or not, here we go. Please keep your arms and legs inside the cart at all times. <laughs> Hurry up, the party is starting soon. So it's like, you know, plenty of... Plenty of, uh... Yeah, I mean, I think, like, Ben Shapiro used to say he was a conservative, too, until society found out. Yeah, yeah. I think, um... I mean, I'm sure the Disney one will look better, but like, 
I think that well, here's what I will say. Daily Wire said that they were going to commit $100 million to this content. And uh, they clearly have be- begun that, made that, you know, become sad, you know, you know, ha- have uh, started to follow through with that. And that is overwhelmingly a good thing. Like this is 99% good. Even if you look at something and you're like, ah, eh, this looks like garbage or this looks like whatever, like, okay, fine. Um, but at least they're out there like creating culture. There's another internet commentator that's always talking about creating culture. Got to create culture. And, you know, um, I'd say that Daily Wire is, you know, they're committed to it. Even if it, you know, it doesn't look very inspired, you know. By the way, they're showing, um, I think only about three, three uh, shows. Oh, that's, okay. There's maybe twenty or thirty shows. It's unbelievable. Whether big or little, little or big, we all have fabulous adventures together. So as long as it, as long as it isn't like cringe servative. Uh, yeah, secluded says that this sh- this shit on YouTube gets like 400 million views. You're 100 percent right. It does. There are literal like kids animation sweatshops that are going after the what is the big one? Melon, <laughs> Harry Melons. What's it called? What's the one that that babysits America's children during the day? Big big slamming melons. Coco melon. Like, this is for kids. So again, like when I'm looking at this, I see a movie that Daily Wire put together about Snow White, which is not for a 40 year old man with no kids. Um, if these are just generic cartoons that don't have ideology and like dildos and uh, drag queens in it, they're doing exactly what they said they were gonna do. You know, that's, that's, that's what I would say. Um, obviously like these cartoons are not for me. I don't have kids. I don't, you know, relate to that. Uh, I don't, to me, I'm, I'm, I'm very worried. I just going to say it like, oh God, I hope this isn't true, but this looks like it could be extremely cringe. But I think it's only because I can't really separate Brett from her little from her internet commentary show and like a big screen actress. Maybe she'll crush it. I don't know. But my first reaction is like But I I like super get it. Um it's great. It's gonna release the same year. Um it's gonna release the same year as the actual or as the Disney Snow White movie, so I think that'll be funny. Um, maybe they'll like release it before, which would be funny too. I don't know if it like, I don't know if it would get a theatrical release. Shudden and Terror in the Prairie were good. I thought they were fine movies. They reminded me of like, they reminded me, um, that was Tim's exact reaction last night on IRL. He's, he thought it would be cringe. <laughs> Um, or that he couldn't separate her from her show. 
That that's the biggest thing for me. Like it's immersion breaking because I'm always gonna just see Brett Cooper, you know. But somebody who doesn't know her show won't won't think that, you know. So I'm definitely not the target audience for this. Eight year old kids. Um, it's a win win for you, Jeremy. If it's good, there are more alternatives. If it's bad, it's more content. Yeah, right. I mean, that's. I, I think that um, it'll probably just be on streaming, but um. You know, it's interesting. I'm happy for, um, wait, the dude gets paid a hundred dollars for super chats to make inside jokes about chickens. He knows cringe. Oh, you're talking about, Tim. Hey, I, Hey, Tim, Tim's raking in those hundred dollars. Super is good for him. Bent key. I hate the name. I understand bent key is, you know, who owns daily wire or whatever. Um, I don't like the name. Bent Key does not sound like a, an app for kids. It sounds like a like a porno app, or like a, I I don't know. It doesn't sound like it does not sound like a kids app. But all in all, I'm and completely uh, happy that Daily Wire is putting this out. And as long as you know, it's 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 good. Like. Uh, um, oh, I forgot who's, I'm sorry. I forgot your name, but you're right. Um, like that genius chatter said, if it's good, great. If it's bad, also great. Um, you know, I don't know. Oh, art of Gordon Willis, I think said that. Yeah. Art of Gordon Willis. Yeah. Yeah. No speaker. Nice. Yeah. The bent key is uh, right next to the rusty trombone or the um, Alabama hot pocket in uh, an urban dictionary. By the way, don't look up Alabama hot pocket. Um, okay, let's go to a little, some more like, a little more fun. How does urban dictionary, define? that's what I'm saying. What is a, what I gave her a bent key, you know, you know what I mean? By the way, thanks everyone for tuning in. Uh, I hope you're having you know a good a good time on the show. This Friday, I think we have Shamika Michelle, I believe, on the show. Uh, time to look it up. No, 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 don't do that. The rusty trombone is uh, is useless. Unless you have a dirty Sanchez. That's true. That's also true. The brown necktie. Um, this is an interesting story. So I don't know like, if this is just one of those things where it's a slow news cycle and certain videos are resurfacing. Or if um, this truly is new in a way. Uh, but... A while ago, like back in 2022, I even remember making a video about this called, um, there was an agency called Race to Dinner, which was run by um, two females that just essentially call everyone racist. And then white women pay $500 each, which now doubled, I believe, to $1,000 each to be told that. So they trick eight women into this dinner or eight white women sign up for this dinner and pay you know, $8,000 in reparations for a black woman and what looks to be, I don't know, Middle Eastern, or I'm not sure, 
uh, to to non-white, I'll say, uh, to call them racist. Uh, this was like, this story was insane. Like the founders of Racist Inner Progressive Super Club that charges white women up to $5,000 to harangue them about what the founders describe as latent racism is speeding all the way to the bank. Now I've got clips from this, which I think that's what I really want to show because that's hilarious. Yeah, I think that there's a market for entrepreneurial viewer of mine, in particular if you're non-white, to undercut these women. Get in there, get into this market. They're charging $1,000 a head to call people racist. Maybe do it for 800. You know, do it for 700. Get in there. Like, compete. It's a pretty easy job. The group which uses nonprofit catchphrases like community and transparency and includes a community fund on its website to talk boldly about race and racism is in fact a for-profit money grab for its Colorado-based founders, Regina Jackson and Syra. not going to work here anymore, public records show. Contributions go to, quote, ensuring all women have access to our programs and experiences, the website says. Each class has at least one, quote, community participant, and the dinner guests can apply for assistance with funding as well. Any reasonable person who visits this site will immediately assume it's a nonprofit based on the presentation and all the nonprofit and social justice buzzwords that are incorporated throughout its content. Uh, Executive Director of Charity Watch, a nonprofit watchdog, watchdog group, said it's a for-profit. It is off, or uh, or it is an, an aspiring nonprofit in the process of applying for tax-exempt status. It should explicitly communicate this information on the website so people can make an informed decision. So no, of course they were they were just grifting everyone for their money, which I definitely support. I don't know if people knew this, but I have a coffee company. And we have a 10% off site-wide sale today on our cocoa. We just brought back our peppermint hot cocoa. It's 10% off site-wide with promo code FALLCOCOA, which will be in the description. We have our velvety hot, co hot cocoa, rich caramel, marshmallow, and peppermint. These are all real cacao, so it's not going to taste like that sugar icicle to the brain that some of the packaged stuff tastes like. This is like artisanal. It's like to be enjoyed while staring at a roaring fire and smoking a cigar. Um, you know, so when you taste it, you're tasting some like real cocoa. Uh, so yeah, prom and anyway, the entire site's 10% off with promo code, promo code fall cocoa. Now to some of the clips. So the clips were re re-uploaded by Myth Inform Milwaukee, which often, you know, does this. So I don't know if, this is a new context video or a old context video, but it's in the news cycle, so we'll take a look at it. This is just a, 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 a view of the dinner. Actually, Margaret, you didn't say yours. What? Your racist thing. So she immediately tells us what this white woman, the only people that will sign up for this are middle-aged white women. So she's like, what is, your, what is the thing that you're definitely racist? Okay, you're definitely racist. So what is the thing that you do that's racist? Thing that you've done. Thought about or I done. 
I don't know, she says. You have something inside of you that's not quite, like, that's racist. So you must have, you must have examples in your own life. Again, so this is a, a brown woman. Maybe now that I see her, maybe she's Indian or from Pakistan or something like that. And this is, she's just browbeating this woman saying like, you are in fact, I don't, I, I don't like have any examples, but you are racist. I also work in environmental engineering. I have absolutely no people of color or minimal people of color, possibly the exclusion being slightly Hispanic. Saira doesn't like her attitude. <laughs> I can say a racist thing you've done because it just happened. When you just talked to me the way you just did. What? This chick asked her a question. She answered it and said, oh, well, see, that's racist. This is how white women talk to us all the time. These are microaggressions. <laughs> the exact same thing to my white girlfriend who says the same exact thing. I don't care. Ah, way to stand up for yourself, middle-aged white lady. She says, I talk to my white friends the same way I talk to you. Yeah, but it's when you do it to me, it's racist. No, 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 no. That's not how it works. I don't care if you talk to everybody like that. Okay. The way you just spoke to me was straight up white supremacy. You what? <laughs> I have to, let's run it back. I wish I had the, the John Madden, like, uh, like the John Madden telestrator, so I could be like, boom, fake racism, boom, white, like, uh, she, so she asked her a question, she answered it, she called her racist for that, because she answered the question that she asked her. Like that, right? The way you just spoke to me was straight up white supremacy. You actually just answered with racism. White supremacy is said to be hidden in innocuous <laughs> phrases and banal behavior. The smallest things could be considered racist. It's enough that a person from a minority group feels insulted. Oh, so as long as they feel insulted, it's funny that it's yeah, it's telestrated like a like a wildlife, a National Geographic wildlife show. Not uh, not it's like voiceovered. Like, I I <laughs> this woman like these, I don't even understand at all how people would sign up for this. As long as they feel insulted, that means you're the one at fault. Sounding terribly white. I don't know that I was all that racist to start with, but I also would be more aware or hyper aware of my thoughts or reactions to circumstances that would be racist. <laughs> yeah, that's what black folks want. Black folks want every white person who talks to them to be walking on eggshells and be constantly worried about offending them. I'm sure that's what black people want. Black people want all the white people to talk to them like they're children um, and live in fear of constantly offending them. Like, this is the dumbest crap I've ever seen in my life. Like, I, it's not like I, I'm like, look, I live in the suburbs, okay? I'm not interacting with uh, a lot of black folks very often. Um, but when I do, I don't treat them any different. And when I do, I'm not, you know, we're all joking at the at the bar, right? And if I'll like say, oops, did I do, 
you know, oh, did I do a racism? Like, it's not like a, I mean, I never do, obviously, but like, it's, um, you know, or, or like I might as a joke or something like that, if I know them well enough. But like, at the, at the end of the day, like, b black folks, at, the, at least the ones I've met, don't want to be treated, I know this is crazy, they don't want to be treated any differently than you would treat anyone else. Um, I, I think that women paying money to, to be called racist, I, I'm not sure this actually does anything other than enrich these other, these two race grifters. Uh, these women are not going to leave this feeling like I've really learned and changed. They're not. Liberation? You got to be kidding me. White women, the book. They haven't changed any of this. 2023 dinners. Oh, look at this. Sold out. They have one in LA, one in Palm Beach, Florida. They're definitely not using this money to travel the country's most beautiful areas. Definitely not using this to travel the country and enjoy Palm Beach and LA. People just, people just gotta like, these people need to be mocked into oblivion and any of these idiot white people that are paying for this, they also need to be, they need to be mocked. They need to be mocked and laughed at incessantly. It's so insane. Like white people, man, have some fucking backbone. What? Like... I, I can't imagine, I cannot imagine I can't imagine uh, even inter I can't imagine walking up to anybody of a different race or ethnicity and be like, "Oh, I need to change my entire vernacular um, to make sure I don't offend them. They're not getting the authentic me then. Like it's they're they're and they're gonna know that. It's like you you know how you can always tell when somebody's being fake with you? Like it's always very easy to tell. Um, you know how you you might have that family member or whatever who's always like their their voice or inflection goes up really high when they see you and they're like, Oh, like uh oh it's so good. Or you see like your ex girlfriend or ladies, you see a girl that you secretly hate and you want to sleep with her boyfriend or whatever. And you're always like, Oh, hey. You know, like how that's always super easy to to identify. Like I feel pretty sure that like if I was going around constantly being like Oh man, maybe I should say the word dope more so this black guy thinks I'm cool. Like <laughs> it it doesn't work that way. Maybe I should say um you know, maybe I should oh, uh everyone say hi to uh Maggie's watching the stream. You can say hi to Maggie if you remember Maggie, she was my uh assistant and then like really she also kind of ran my whole business. Um and uh, she now works for Rumble. Wait, I can't support you after this, bud. Wait, what? What can't you support? 
after 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 treating people who are after wanting to after trying to be the same dude no matter what race you're talking to or interacting with and by the way i would not expect some uh a black dude or a black chick to like white it up for me you know like i wouldn't want like some some guy to feel like he's gonna be like hey uh have you heard any good um Kenny Rogers lately? No, who's the guy that Carlton liked? Like, people just... Yeah, it's... Yeah, I mean, like, uh, one of the cringiest things you can see is when, like, white people get around black people and they try to they try to sound like... <laughs> Jeremy's being racist, Maggie. <laughs> Maggie was fired for posting her b-holes. That's true. Yeah. Wait, uh, maybe it was, oh, okay, hold on. Seems to be ragged. I was trying to see why you guys said I can't support you anymore, but I think maybe we were just joking. Tom Jones, that's it, right. Hey, hey, man, you like Tom Jones? You know, I don't, I don't think, people don't want that. So this is a great article that I'm definitely not going to make fun of the photo shoot. So, you know, like the, it's way more racist when white people try to act like, yeah, when white people do that shit, when they're talking to other people. And by the way, I think that's probably uniquely white person talking to black person that, that does that. Everyone wish, yeah, everyone wish Taylor Lorenz a happy 87th birthday. So, Taylor Lorenz, if you guys don't know, she was born with not just like a silver spoon, but a platinum diamond encrusted spoon in her mouth. She went to private $50,000 a year schools. She went to some Ivy League college. She never has had to work a day in her life, yet has held positions at the New York Times, the Washington Post, and I believe one other one. I can't, I can't say for sure. BuzzFeed, maybe. And um, her entire job is to stalk young um, Gen Z women on TikTok and report on them. The other thing is, let's buy, her, let's buy Lorenz a nice walker. Yeah, I think that that's good. Happy birthday, ardent defender. Um. So, and she's essentially an internet uh, hall monitor. So she'll write articles about libs of TikTok. Many people, I don't know if you remember this, but she also uh, showed up at what she thought was the libs of TikTok's home and uh, to dox them with like a, they showed up at her home. And in this article, in this article, she supports doxing. Who approved this picture? I mean, it is a terrible picture. Look at her face, all the shadow. It looks like she has a mustache, a mustache. It's a very bad picture. Hey, hey Taylor Lorenz, we're doing a thing about the internet. Go in the supply closet 
and stand by an old monitor and some patch cables and put this crusty old keyboard on your head. Hey, put on this weird flaming hot Cheetos onesie and go stand outside with a TV. Whoever told her to take these pictures did, did not like, did not do well. And what's crazy is if you look, if you look at the, if you look at the, now I'm not commenting on her looks. I guess I am. That's not necessarily fair, but she's also a demon. So there's that, but there's the quote tweets are incredible. You see, breaking Hassan Piker appears to come out as homophobic, says a girl having a thing for another girl is a little odd. How would the left respond to this? Should he be canceled? Literally shaking. After Taylor Renz wrote, what interested me about Chaya, which is the lives of TikTok chick, was that her ascent to fame was very quick. She was anonymous. But if you're going to amass millions of followers, monetize hate, shape legislation in this country, DeSantis' press secretary said she had informed the thinking behind the Don't Say Gay bill. You don't deserve anonymity. So she says if you're popular and you monetize a, a certain political opinion that she doesn't like, you do not deserve anonymity. That's what Taylor Lorenz is saying. Here's it. Both the photographer who submitted the photo and the magazine editor who thought it was good enough to be published need to be fired. This is embarrassing. That is a very unflattering. That's a very unflattering uh, picture. Greg CPO writes, uh, this, uh, they couldn't. They couldn't have two people with bigger egos on the internet than Taylor and Hassan, who have dealt with the smallest amount of criticism about as well as babies deal with a poopy diaper. That's a, that's a very good tweet. Very good tweet. Good job. I saw this fabric at the kids clearance section at the going out of business fire sale at Cloth World. <laughs> I mean, like, people are just roasting her. By the way, a federal judge has also ruled that a massive libelous lawsuit against New York, uh, Taylor Lorenz can move forward. Oh, looks like they have a bad link and it links to WP admin. Uh-oh, <laughs> that's not good. All these pictures are bad. And of course, the interviewer is Hassan Piker, uh, one of the internet's biggest uh, cry bullies. By the way, I don't know if you knew this. Fun little update. Amber Heard released a new movie. Did you know that? Amber Heard released a brand new movie, and it has received... A 10% on Rotten Tomatoes. Now, that's from critics. Fans actually gave it a 31%. The film internationally 
internationally, I just want to say internationally has grossed $21,184. Now it's simultaneously being released on streaming. So it could be tens of dollars more. It could, there could be tens of dollars more rolling in of people willing to pay $24.99 to rent it on Amazon. Even CNN, like, I mean, even CNN, In the Fire, which is the name of the movie, Amber Heard's first movie after the Depp trial goes up in flames. Even CNN's like, nah, I'm cool with that. By the way, if you're, if you're tuned in now, I start every day around noon, about an hour and 15 minutes ago. Um, if you're around, you know, at that time, make sure you tune in early. I always feel bummed that like we start and then like I'm ending usually with most of the people finally here. So be on time. I always am. Don't read the chat. Anybody in chat who says I'm not is a liar. All right, so interestingly, also, I don't know if you followed the another little piece of Hollywood news. Do you remember what happened to Justin Roiland? Does anybody remember that? Justin Roiland, um, EST is the standard. Wisconsin noon is not noon. Fine, one Eastern. Start later. <laughs> yeah, I could do that. I've th I've considered it. Um, so they fired Justin Roiland over accusations, unproven accusation, right? They, they did not, um, but so then they go to court, I should say, and he wins or there's no charges filed. I forget the charges were dropped or they went to court. Something happened. I think that whatever was happened, he was not convicted. Yeah, you know what? I, I can't I got done early yesterday to go to my uh mom's house and, and help out. And then so I finished and I got ready and then she was like, Oh, the people already came, so just come whenever you want. Damn it. I still get credit though. So season one, Rick and Morty, ninety seven percent. Season two, 91. Season three, 96. These are like universally, you know, well-liked. Season four, 96. Season five had only an 86, but then it went back up to 91. And then now it's at a 50%. With fans also, with fans also giving it a 43%. But what I think is curious or, well, interesting to me is that all of these bad reviews, not one of them mentioned the reality. The show is not as good because you fired its creator and primary voice actor. And because of that, the show is not as good, but not a single negative review mentioning Justin Roiland. Because the media's fine the media is absolutely fine ignoring the fact that he was acquitted 
that this woman was still allowed to ruin his life. Allowed to absolutely ruin his life. Get him fired from his own show that he co-created. You see both episodes, inverse review, both episodes are harmless fun. I enjoyed watching them, but afterward, I felt a pang of disappointment. After yet another long wait, Rick and Morty is back, but it's not the show I fell in love with uh, when Ricksty Minutes aired back in early 2014. It's not the show I became obsessed with after season two finale. Nine years after Rick and Morty debuted, it's still chugging along. Maybe the rest of season seven will change my mind, but for now, I'm not convinced Rick and Morty isn't even worth keeping around much longer, let alone 100 episodes. I mean, that's, I think that that's, uh, you know, to be expected. I just thought it was pretty funny that none of the critics mentioned the fact that, you know, it was maybe be- because they got rid of Justin Roiland. Uh, you're, uh, you're right. Who's, um, someone said they're afraid. They're afraid to, oh yeah. They're afraid to stick up for him. I agree. That's why I think, you know what I think happens with a lot of these reviews, by the way, too? If if they know... Here's, here's my opinion. If they know the show is bad, if they know the show is bad, and they know it would also be bad for their career to be honest about it, they just abstain from doing the reviews. I mean, there's a big reason why some movies have like 400 people submitting a review remember that um remember that that crazy outrageous like anti-christian christmas special what was it silverman christmas santa inc like did he, anyone even review that it's like well we can't say it's bad yeah only 5 people bothered reviewing that 5 it's because it's bad, but they know saying it's bad is uh, would be bad for their career. And look at the people who are reviewing it. I mean, well, the Hollywood reporters here, Myra Fox, the show is more concerned with unnecessarily raunchy humor and claymation nudity while cramming in a truly impressive number of Holocaust jokes. King of Biltong. Good afternoon from Anton's in Roanoke, Texas. Free shipping on your Biltong when using code the Q, one word, on Land of Biltong and AntonUSA.com. Get your protein. Have a good afternoon, everyone. I've been eating mine. Absolutely enjoyed. Uh, absolutely enjoyed it. I, I ate it with, like, I just would get a bowl of Biltong and uh, put uh, cheese whips in it, and that was it. I just eat, like, you know, a little Biltong, a little cheese it was good filling light and i got it from anton's did you see that uh they're now trying to cancel george orwell that's the new that's the new uh that's the new the new new gotta cancel george orwell why? Don't know. Like, it's like, oh no, he was right about everything. 
He's right about everything. Like we better cancel him. I, I, it's like sometimes the media is so transparent. It's insulting. We need a standalone review video of you eating some biltong. Um, I, I mean, I ate it all like actually as snacks. It was good. I'm giving you my seal of approval. I mean, uh, I, I thought anyway, it was very good. The Wagyu was pretty rich, but it was a nice, like, I, I wouldn't, like, eat it every day. But the, um, the Angus was, like, much more like I could eat this every single day. George Orwell was sadistic, misogynistic, homophobic, and sometimes violent. Source, trust me, bro. Source, uh, an 18-year-old Gen Z journalist who read a, t read a Reddit thread on him. They must have finally figured out he didn't remain a socialist, but instead grew ske skeptical. I mean... Animal Farm is pretty, it's a pretty quick read, uh, a pretty good, um, uh, it's a pretty like, uh, easy read, you read in the afternoon and, um, it's, it's pretty good if you, if you thought you liked communism, you know, if you thought, if you thought you're, if you're a big communist person, maybe, maybe just check that out. You know, and I think that a lot of times people are a product of their time, uh, as Hypnotic and Rapture said. I mean, is anyone really surprised that, um, like H.P. Lovecraft, who was alive 120 years ago, had some some shitty opinions about black people? Like, uh, you know, you can you can acknowledge it without acting surprised. You know, like without acting totally surprised that somebody was alive a hundred years ago. If we go a hundred years in the future from where we are right now, I'm sure some of the normal things that we do and say in our everyday life now would probably be seen as wildly insane. Bro, you used to carry around a cell phone? Wait, you used to eat at Taco Bell? You know that's racist, right? We will ascend to a, a level of woke that you won't even be able to eat Mexican food. Why does this sound thing keep popping up? It's weird. What was HP Lovecraft's name again? Oh, uh, it's... Um, I think it was... Uh, I thought it was Squiggles. I thought it was Squiggles. I'm not sure, though. Again, like, I don't know if that was a joke at the time. And by the way, the other thing... Um, the other thing is... 
what people forget about H.P. Lovecraft, for what I understand, is that he like disavowed a lot of his earlier opinions in his life. The media doesn't cover that. But by the way, woke gaming companies are 100% fine uh, using all of his IP, though. They're 100% fine using all of his IP, all of his uh, his products, his, his Lovecraftian lore to make video games, to make board games. I remember there was even a video game company. If, if uh, five internet points, if anyone can remember it without Googling it, but there was a, a company that I covered last year that, uh, that was putting out an HP Lovecraft game while simultaneously tweeting about how bad of a man HP Lovecraft was and that they were totally justified to profit off of him because his stuff was in the public domain, but he was also an evil racist. It was the dumbest stuff I had ever seen. Um, and people are like, this is normal. He's so evil that we need to tweet endlessly about it, but then we're also going to make a game based on a Lovecraftian lore. New York City doctor Dana Diab is fired after celebrating the Hamas massacre of 260 Israelis, quote, getting a taste of their own medicine. There sure are a lot of people that are, are, are dropping, dropping the mask. This is a, I mean, look at BLM as an organization, at least in those three cities openly celebrating terrorists, terrorism. Um, I think, again, this is, you know, getting fired for it. I don't know, you know, I don't know. People should be able to say whatever, you know, what they want when they're not on the clock. They weren't even on the clock. But actually celebrating a terrorist activity I think that's probably a F around and find out type scenario. She, oh, of course she's some, yeah, okay. The post went viral after being shared by Stop Antisemitism, a US nonprofit organization which warned Jewish patients beware. Diab's employer, Northwell Health, she certainly doesn't look Palestinian to me, had said she'd been fired. She looks like a white girl. To some woke white chick uh, effing around and finding out. It doesn't say... She insisted to the New York Post that she never called to harm anyone in the Post. I've never and never will abdicate my duty and my oath as a physician, she said. She formerly worked at Brookdale University, who told Daily Mail that she's not an employee of Brookdale and has not been since 2022. Moreover, her sentiments are not shared by the organization. I mean, this is, I mean, I just don't understand it. I mean, I guess I do. The fact of the, ma the, fact of the matter is, you know, these people are are a hundred percent fine and open to uh, terrorism.
and they're fine to say it out loud because they've never faced any consequence for their radical opinions before. But now they're saying it about Jewish people and they're finding out and they're, and they're having consequences. This same person probably could have posted, you know, I hope all white people die. I hope, you know, um, you know, you know, uh, Asian immigrants are, are overloading our school systems. Could have said any kind of crazy stuff and uh, been fine. But uh, that uh, they're finding out. They're finding out. Yeah, I would agree with that. Hypnotic in rapture. Innocent Palestinians and Israeli people are dead because of the actions of the Israeli government and Hamas. That's true. She wanted a lawsuit for sure. She's working in the middle of of rich Jewish people in New York City. She's not getting a lawsuit. Yeah, I mean, there's these people, the internet has really allowed a lot of people to, you know, uh, show us who they really are. Oh, I was going to look at that, the Jim Jordan thing. I'd be like, don't lump us in with our government. Well, I think um, there are plenty of Jewish people that have told me that, like, directly. Jim Jordan loses first round of House Speaker vote after Republican rebel rebels sink his bid. So, hours from now, the House is... Judiciary Chairman Jim Jordan, how many do you miss? Additional votes were cast for House Committee Chairman Cole Whip. I, I mean, does he? are they just going to force him through? This may not be the end of Jordan's bid for the gavel. His allies have signaled that the GOP bomb thrower is willing to go through multiple rounds of votes to get a majority. It might take a few votes. It might not be done in the first ballot, but I think he's okay with that, GOP lawmaker. Yeah, I mean, why don't they just do do this instead of deal with this instead of, you know, fixing other stuff? Jordan needed 17. How many did he get? We need to get a speaker as soon as possible. Nah, I don't think so. Yeah, they'll vote 25 more times at least. At least. People are still voting for McCarthy. I saw that too. He could still become Speaker of the House with a majority, so, uh, without now, a majority, with a risky gambit last year during the Civil War. <laughs> He's not going to do that. He's not going to do that. What do you guys got going on the rest of Tuesday? You know, it's Tuesday, so I got darts. So I would suspect there's going to be... Actually, probably not going to have any beers at darts tonight. Normally, Tuesday nights are an uh, interesting, spicy night on Twitter. 20 Republicans declined to back Jim Jordan for House Speaker. Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries of New York gets 212 votes to his 200. You need 220, right? Or 217. So I only need... Wait, Jim Jordan for House Speaker. 20 Republicans are dying to back. Jim Jordan, House Speaker. Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries of New York gets 212 to his 200. So he needs 17 more votes of those 20. He's going to have to flip a lot of people.
He th Kirk thinks he's going to get it in the second vote. You need 217. Yeah, so he needs 17 more of the 20. He needs 17 out of the 20 Republicans who abstained. Or voted for someone else. Oh, they're going to charge Alec Baldwin again. Uh-huh. Sure. Alec Baldwin may face more involuntary manslaughter charges. Isn't this like, isn't, doesn't double jeopardy matter at some point? It's like, are they just bringing this up to, are they just bringing this stuff up to, for publicity? Pretty sure they did it to get like some level of fundraising last time. Like either charge them or don't. It's, it's pretty, it's pretty easy to say, you know. At least that's my opinion. I would suspect, I would suspect that, like, I don't even understand. How, how do they, how are they, how are they even considering new charges? Haven't they charged them with everything? Didn't they drop everything? Double Jeopardy is only if it goes to trial. Okay. And since they dropped it before trial, he's good. They can charge him again. I got it. Okay. Got it, got it, got it. I don't care. Either charge him or don't, you know? Again, like, I, I don't, um, here's another Washington University. All these professors are freaking around and finding out. YouTube is stalling our return to YouTube dislikes. Wait, what? Washington University professor says he was fired for anti-Hamas post. I destroyed myself. Oh, well, because he said his need, he, he tweeted, Israel is engaged. He replied to somebody who's saying Israel is engaged in ethnic cleansing of Palestinians. He then replied, it is need of, it, it is much needed cleansing, yes, but is not an ethnic one. Israel is not targeting humans. So he's calling them subhuman. All these people now are getting munched up for breakfast. That, like it's it's all just great to me to sit on the sidelines and laugh at all these people who all these consequence culture people getting get you know this is on the other side of it right the sentiment immediately drew the ire of several Muslim advocacy groups which said Crosby was dehumanizing Palestinians as a whole we urge Washington University to investigate this troubling incident fired fired. He wrote, I feel like I should leave it up as an example. I have destroyed myself, so there is not a reason to hide anything. <laughs> Ooh. He also wrote, I don't think it will pass community standards. I think in addition to being fired from Washington University, I will be kicked off Twitter. Oof. He was there for 20 years. The guy was there for 20 years. And he got fired over a tweet calling the people there subhuman. 
I, I think that, you know, if, it's my opinion that if you cut out the unborn baby of a pregnant Israeli woman, stab it to death in front of her, and then shoot her in the head, you are subhuman. You know, I, I think that that's fine. But uh, here, hate has a price. NYC doctor fired over pro-Hamas. All of these people are getting fired. It's hilarious. It's like hilarious. And they're all the same. Like all of the, uh, you know, all of the people, all these are a pro-consequence uh, culture woke professors. Professors, doctors. And all these people are opening their mouth and they're getting fired. Alicia Keys, too. This idiot. Talking about how she wants to get into using paragliders now. I've had my eyes on paragliding. Referencing the terrorist attack. <laughs> like, just maybe don't celebrate that kind of stuff. It's pretty easy if you're not a fucking psychopath pardon sorry about that my language it's pretty easy to sympathize with the palestinian people and not be a complete psychopath i'm glad they're saying it out loud though because if you've been watching me for any amount of time we know that this is what these people are are really doing this is what these people really think. It's like, um, you know how I talk about cancel culture, right? And how these people don't just want you fired. They want you dead. Sorry, earmuffs. Sorry. Um, but I've said that. If you've watched me for any amount of time, I've said that. That they don't want you just fired or canceled. They want you dead for your opinions. And these are the exact same people now who are saying it out loud, except in regards to Palestine and Israel, something that almost none of them have any direct interaction with. So they thought, oh, this would be cool. <clears throat> I'd be cool. I'm going to bring up a, a, it's cool. I'm just going to go 100% mask off and say um, what, what everyone else knows I mean. I mean, saying that you're into paragliding, you know, right after like, you know, the terrorist attack, you are endorsing that. You can still not, you can still side with the Palestinian people. You can still point out that the IDF has done some terrible things too, right? Th that, like, I, I think they're both evil governments or groups of people, Hamas and the Israeli government. But she'll come out and be like, oh, I was just, I don't know. It was totally wasn't related. It totally wasn't, it wasn't related. Yeah. Paraglide over my house and find out. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I, I saw the, the memes too. Like the, uh, why, why do we need AR 15? Why would anyone need an AR 15? It shows like all the paragliders. Do you see this? Does anybody understand the lore? This is the boss, and I'm sick of waiting. Get your crap together and on those twerps.
Prepare for stupid. Make it lucid. Prepare for stupid. Make it lucid. Oh, we'll focus on one. Take the entire world to divide and segregate everyone. Truth and love don't mean a thing. We really sunk well below. We're Team Rocket and we lose to the SPCA. For what? I don't know. Have we ruled the Earth yet? What's our plan worth? But we're not the man. We have to fail in life. By the way, this guy had raped his mother and is not in prison. He raped his um, dementia-riddled mother, allegedly, and is not in prison. And, in fact, on YouTube. And the fact that there's 150,000 views on this and it's overwhelmingly positive makes me very sad. I mean, everybody in here is, like, supporting him. I get that it's a meme, but like, dude, he raped his mother. I don't even know how, did, did he actually, was he, is he like on bail or is, did he beat the charges? That's, I guess that's the, that's my real question. Allegedly. I don't, I don't know if he actually like, if he, but I mean, he's like an awful, awful person. He's out, like he's out, but did he beat the charges? No, Chris, you don't have to watch, bud. I'm glad you're here. People just uh, egging him on, too. It also looks like a hospital just got blown up. Did Israel just defend itself against Hamas by bombing this Christian hospital full of injured children trying to recover and doctors working? <sighs> These are always tough. Because the reality is Hamas puts their military encampments in hospitals. That's what we know. He was only charged for incest. Ugh. He's extremely unwell. The charges timed out or something. They considered his time in jail as time served. Hospitals don't have rocket launchers on them. Um, Now, we don't know if anyone is actually inside, but, you know, I'm pretty sure they were warned several days ago to leave, but I don't know what you do after, you know, you're sitting in a hospital. How do you leave? How do you protect yourself, you know? Didn't, I'm pretty sure freaking Obama blew up a Doctors Without Borders hospital, didn't he? Am I remembering that right? I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure Obama blew up a, a hospital too. Was that, was that, did people get mad about that? I don't remember. Did people get mad at Obama for that? Or are they still worrying up, bringing up hope and change? I don't think, 
Yeah, hospitals in Gaza have Hamas in the building. Yeah, I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like they do. You know, I think that um, reports are coming out that it was a misfired rocket from Hamas that hit the hospital. <laughs> the, come on. Is come on. If that, I mean, is really? This Christian hospital in Israel was just bombed. Yeah, get it over here, America. I mean, I don't know. It says you have been threatening to bomb it for days. You bombed a Christian hospital. This says Israel war room says breaking. Reports suggest that the mass casualty event, just call it bombing, at the Baptist Hospital in Gaza City was the result of a misfired rocket launched by Hamas. No IDF air activity was reported at the time of the, that coincided with the salvo of rockets launched at Israel. Reminder, 30 to 40% of Hamas's rockets misfire and land short in the Gaza Strip. Oh, God. What do we think, chat? What do we think, chat? What do we... I don't know. It seems awfully coincidental. I mean... The... Israel's saying they didn't do it. Eh. I'm going to go ahead and press X to doubt this. Which propaganda do you believe, right? Yeah. Whose lie is more believable? Whose lie is more believable? By the way, I would totally believe that Hamas would blow up their own hospital. I totally believe that they would do it. Some people even believe that, uh, you know, something similar happened to those towers. I, I don't believe that, but some people believe that. I believe Israel on that one. The U.S. would track air ops, as would others. I, I lean to believing, you know... That, you know, it's, uh, you know, it, well, you know, what if I had, I'd need the numbers. Like, what if they said, hey, Hamas was firing four missiles a day before, and now they're firing 800. I believe that maybe, uh, maybe this was a stray. Maybe you should back it up with like, here are all these other times they missed. Sam Hyde did it. Yeah. I don't know, but I will say one thing. I'm really glad that all of you have tuned in and have allowed me to kind of get better educated on everything going on over there. Your feedback live in chat really does help. And um, I'm thankful that you're here. If you haven't already, please click the green follow button down below the video. If you're just a lurker or a watcher, 
get the app if you'd rather watch it on your cell phone. It's getting better. There's always improvements to come. Um, and if you enjoy my coverage, if you enjoy the daily show I do here, um, please consider clicking this join button below the video. It's from my locals. There's members only videos that go there. It's five bucks a month. It helps reduce the number of ad reads that I have to do. You know, the number of ad raid shadow legends, live reads I do. I have a team of three full-time staffers, two video editors and a graphics designer that make this machine run. And it's with your support. And I know you might think, oh, it's five bucks a month, but you know what? A couple hundred people do it. And now you're taking a nice chunk out of um, the, the, you know, overhead, you know? And so if you're in a position to, please make today the day you, you join me on Locals. It's like Patreon, it's five bucks a month but it does add up. Uh, to, um, I will say, is it safe and ready meal promo? Wait, is your safe and ready meal promo the quartering still? My dad wants to get some. Probably. I don't remember doing an ad read for safe and ready. Try the quartering one word though. Yeah, they're, they're constantly working on the app. Um, and, you know, I'm working to try to get, you know, peak viewership up to close to 10,000. I'm going to do probably a big promo push on YouTube here in October and November or in October, one in October, one in November. Try to get more people excited about being here. I know that it's not the best time slot, but, you know, most people need, uh, you know, something to listen to while they're working. And uh, I appreciate everybody. I've got six standalone videos already uploaded to Rumble and to YouTube, well, to Rumble, fuck YouTube, uh, frick YouTube, sorry, here to Rumble, they'll release like basically every hour as usual, like just like on YouTube. And uh, I really appreciate all of your support and we'll see you tomorrow. Wait, let me look at who is going to be on the show this Friday. I feel like it's Shamika, but I want to be sure. Oh, it's Robert Barnes. Shamika's next week. I've got Robert Barnes this Friday. That should be a fun one. Lots to talk about there. Oh, yeah. Promo code FALLCOCO. Uh, coffee brand coffee. We just brought back our peppermint hot chocolate, which is ridiculously good. All of our cho hot chocolates are very good. They're made with real cacao, cocoa, and... and it, they're not like those sugar icicle to the brains like Swiss Miss packages. It's actual quality, real cacao. And um, with promo code FALLCOCO, you can order some. And I just know you're going to love having it around for Christmas and for the holidays and for the fall season. And, um, and uh, it directly supports me. I also have coffees and teas and cocos too. But link in the description. We'll see you tomorrow. Appreciate you all.